Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Welcome back to the show. Hey, if you are not in our Facebook community, Garden of Favor, I want to invite you to get in there. Reason being is not only can I put a face to a name and we can engage and get to know each other better, you can share your services and connect with other like-minded, Jesus-loving entrepreneurs, but I am really excited that on Fridays, I'm going to start going live with Q&As so that we can actually have a conversation around the podcast. I was doing lives on Facebook for years. And when the podcast came about, I thought, oh my goodness, I don't know if I'm going to really like this because there's no audience and there's no one to actually talk to. And I feel like it's 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 me and the Lord alone. And I've actually fallen in love with that. It's me and the Holy Spirit and we are just flowing. I'm sure you've, if you've listened to any other shows, you probably have, you you can hear that when there's a difference when I'm, I'm flowing. I'm flowing. That has been a word the Lord has been showing a lot to me lately. I'll share that in another episode. Uh, but anyways, all that to say, I have felt like there's a little bit of a disconnect and I miss you I want to see your face and while I do love getting into the zone me and the Lord flowing on the podcast and and giving you what's in my heart without any distractions because I get distracted I get distracted by my my own hand gestures and facial expressions as well as the comments in a Facebook group or in the chat or whatever or a hundred other things that are going on but I miss you guys and I want to connect with you. I want to have real connection, real relationship. So starting now, starting actually this week, um, depending on when you're listening to the podcast, but this week we are going to start going live in the group on Fridays. Thursdays, you can submit your questions between Wednesday and Thursday about the podcast so that we can actually have a conversation. And I'm not just talking to you or at you. I really want to talk with you. So I'm really excited to start that. Like I said, it's going to be every Friday at 12 Eastern is when I'm going to be going live for the Q&As. That's the plan as of now. Um, but I'll keep you posted on that in the group. So get over there, Garden of Favor, uh, the, the, the community, so that we can actually connect and talk about what we're talking about on the podcast in a deeper level so I'm not just talking to you and teaching and talking at you but we get to talk together and we get to talk with each other so all right let's dive into today's topic and it's four reasons you're not achieving your goals now I think the first three are not really going to surprise you all that much because there are some things I have shared in the past but I really want to dig into the fourth topic because many of you know I am in the process of getting my neuroscience certification I got my life coaching certification in 2016 because I was so passionate about 
the mindset. And I knew that there was a difference between people purchasing a workout program and a meal plan from me and then actually doing it. And I noticed that there was also a lot of head stuff and heart stuff. And I I didn't really know at the time all of that. I just knew that there was a disconnect. It's like, listen, I'm the type of person that I say, if I want something, I go for it. That's my personality. If I want something, I go for it. And if I have a deep why, I'm going to do it. And I so desperately wanted that for my clients who were wanting to get healthy, but I knew there was a disconnect and people would spend hundreds of dollars on programs and and shakes and meal plans and get super excited and then the motivation would sizzle out. And that is exactly why I started in this whole world. And God is so cool because now he has me here, not only learning the biblical truths about our mindset, but also learning the science behind our brain, the science behind how God actually created our brains so that we can help it us. We can work, have our brain, I'm like all twisted here. We can have our brains work for us and not against us. And so I'm going to share some things with you today, but let's talk about four reasons you're not achieving your goals. Number one, my first and foremost, my, my first love, it is your heart set, right? And so uh, you probably heard me give this like very simplified definition, but the definition of heart set and mindset, mindset is knowing something in your head. Heart set is living it out in your life as if it's truth. Right, so we can know um, a, a fact, right? We can know it in our mind, right? In our mindset, we can even repeat it and think that we like it. For example, I'm just gonna give you an example. Um, uh, God loves me, right? That Like we know that, like the, our mindset is like, God loves me, yeah. But we don't always act loved, do we? Right, do we always treat other people like we know what it's like to be loved by the creator of the universe? Um, so there's a difference, right? There's a, there, there's a, there is a disconnect between the head and the heart. So heart set, we know that God is really concerned about our heart more so than anything because in 1 Samuel 16, 7, he says, do not consider his appearance or his height for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. My friend, maybe you are the one who is working day and night and really giving it your all and you're actually struggling because you are stressed out now, you're overwhelmed, you are feeling like you're never going to get this thing perfect and you're really struggling. And there's a whole bunch of other reasons why that could possibly be it. But maybe one thing the Lord is like, hey, wait a second, I need your heart to be prepared for what I have for you. And this is what Bloom Academy was created for. It was really to help women identify their purpose and calling through doing the heart work. And these are, most women who got into this already have businesses. They just wanted to make sure if if it was the thing because so many of them were coming up against roadblocks and not achieving their goals and they're frustrated. I'm like, well, let's walk through, let's start back at the beginning, which is the foundation, which is your soil. And we know that in any building, is built on a foundation, the higher the building, the deeper the foundation has to go. So if you wanna build something great for the kingdom, well, you've gotta have a deeply rooted foundation in your identity in Christ and who God is. Those two things are what the enemy is after. And I'll share more about that later. But anyways, your heart, your heart set. Is your heart ready for what God has for you? Because it can look like on the outside, look, you can slap up a Bible verse on your Facebook and call yourself a Christian, 
that the God looks at the heart. He knows what are you actually doing in secret or behind closed doors or, um, you know, all the things like, are you actually, do you really trust him? Do you really know what you're called to do? And is this for selfish gain or is this for kingdom gain? I think one of the things in the, in the entrepreneur space is oh, I, and I have, listen, I cringe at some of my posts from years ago that would say something like, just a girl boss building my empire, um, hashtag building my empire. No, 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 no. Heather, no, you do not want to build your empire. You want to build God's kingdom. Not only will you get earthly riches that way and that comes in all different shapes and sizes but we get heavenly riches like eternal riches that will last forever and so do I believe God wants to bless us in all kinds of crazy amazing awesome wonderful ways here on earth yes absolutely prosperity and it comes and money's part of that money could be part of that right but I really want to make sure that where I'm spending eternity I have treasure stored up there and so number one how is your heart? And if you need help with that, Bloom Academy is now available in a DIY uh, opportunity where you get to go through it with the Lord on your own. And if you're interested in that, it is an eight-week experience for you to go through, and not just go through, but literally grow through the the pieces that it takes to get you to a place to fulfill your purpose and your calling uh, with confidence and knowing that God has created you for what he's created for you. Okay, there's that. Number two is your, uh, you're actually not achieving your goals perhaps, and these are all op options. They're not necessarily every single one, but I'm just throwing out some of the main options that a lot of people don't see. So if you're hustling and you're really stressing out and you're like, man, take a step back, ask the Lord to check your heart, and get right with him. Get right with him and see what is the piece that is missing. All right, number two is that perhaps you're not setting yourself up for success. And this comes in a lot of different ways. I'm just going to give you a few examples. Like the one would be your schedule. Now, I just had a coaching call with a client today and she feels frazzled all the time. She, you know, she felt like, and, and many of my clients feel this way, there's just not enough time in the day. There's just not enough time in the day. I feel like time is working against me and there's just not enough time in the day. And I'm like, well, let's, let's, okay. The, the Bible says to take our thoughts captive. So when we say something like that, there is not enough time in the day. That's a belief. And if we're operating from that place, guess what? There will never be enough time in the day. So let's take that thought captive, like the Bible says to do, and let's match it up to the word of God. God created the, the time where, first of all, God is outside of space and time, but we, we have timing for a reason. There are 24 hours in a day. There are seven days in a week. There are so many hours of daylight, so many hours of dark, you know, all of it. I mean, there's, there's a purpose for all of it. God didn't just, you know, just by happenstance create it this way. So if that is you and you're always feeling like, yeah, there's just not enough time in the day, I want you to just take that thought and ask yourself, is that true? Or is that just the story you're telling yourself? And is that allowing you to stay stuck? Is that allowing you not to move forward and actually take action and do what it is that God has called you and created you to do? So your schedule is really important. It is one of the things I think that holds so many of us back. And I have, it's held me back and sometimes I have to readjust and you know, there's a season for everything. And so my seasons look different and I have to readjust my schedule. What are your priorities? What are you doing? And that's something that I work a lot with clients to do. I map out your, okay, what is what do you want your day to look like, right? And to set yourself up for success. That could be one of the things that you're actually sabotaging yourself because you're not set up for success. Or maybe it's something like you have too much on your plate. Listen, all good things are not God things. And all God things are not God things for you. One of my favorite quotes, 
either I don't even know when I came up with that, but I use it all the time. So you might have heard it before. But like, I have to remind myself that Heather, not all good things are God things, and all God all things, not all God things are for you. Maybe your plate's too full and God's like, listen, I have this dream thing for you over here, but you keep, I always use this with my clients. I always say, hey, maybe it's like God is like literally sitting in the passenger seat of the dream car and he's just like dangling the keys for you to come over and hop in and take a ride. But you keep getting into your, your vehicle, which, you know, whether it's a clunker or it's not, it's just not your dream car. And you keep going from point A to B in your car. It gets you there. You're fine. You're, 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 you're satisfied, so to speak, in the sense that you're provided for because God promises to provide all of our needs. And, you know, you're like, okay, I guess this is it. This is it. But God's like, no, I have better for you. I have more than you could ever ask or imagine. Or do you want to come take this thing for a spin? Or do you want to keep doing what you, what's comfortable, what's safe for you, what's, what's um, you know, inside your comfort zone? So, Not all good things are God things. And not all God things are God things for you. Perhaps there's some things on your plate that you have said yes to that is literally you saying no to what God has for you. Okay, another way could be maybe you're just distracted. Like you're really distracted from actually focusing. You know, people are like, if I could just be more disciplined to get more focus. Well, um, maybe it is that you're just, you're distracted by the enemies putting stuff in your path and you're, uh, there's another reason why people are distracted and they don't really know it. It's, it's mostly because your goal is unsafe, unfamiliar. And so have you ever had a time where you had a to-do list? The to-do list is not all that hard, but you find yourself doing everything other than the to-do list, right? Um, It's because the other things are an easy distraction. They make you feel comfortable. They're a little bit more familiar, like washing dishes or getting a shower, doing laundry or whatever it may be. Um, If you are distracted, then, oh man, I'd love to get into a intensive breakthrough session to figure out why are you being distracted by all the other things and there could be so many reasons why but God wants you to one be faithful with the little so he knows you'll be faithful with much I think our schedule sometimes we can look at as like it's a little thing but it's not it is very important so that God knows that hey you steward this time and this air quotes small business well okay now I know that you're going to be able to steward the more that I have for you so in Luke 16 10 it says be basically be faithful with a little so that I can trust you with the big stuff. Can God trust you with bigger? Or are you not stewarding what you currently have? Are you setting yourself up for failure? Is your schedule out of whack? Are you currently have too much on your plate? Are you being distracted by all of the things because you are staying stuck and you're not getting to get move, move the needle to get closer to your goals? All right, there's two reasons. The third reason would be you're... This is one that I think uh, is thrown around a lot, but I don't think people really understand the depths of it. And a lot of, I'm speaking for myself because I used to hear this, especially in network marketing, is your why should make you cry. Your why should make you cry. And I got that concept really early on and my why did actually make me cry, literally. I started my network marketing business because I wanted a way out of my corporate job. And I used to cry every day at my corporate job, um, really wanting out of that Um, environment for many reasons I desperately wanted to be home with my son and it literally did it made me cry every day so much so that I knew at the forefront of my mind what am I doing this for I'm doing this so that I can be home with my son 
until God showed me, yeah, that plus, this is an opportunity for you to shine a light for me. This is a business street. By the way, guys, I've got something coming for you. I've dropped it a couple times. So I'm really excited to uh, t- drop it again, but tell you that I am really pumped to do a fun boot camp with you all in, in a few weeks here. We're going to do business tree boot camp where I'm going to teach you and share all the things I have learned um, the hard way about running a business tree. Your business can be and should be a ministry. And I'll get into all the details of that later. But all that to say, your why should make you cry. So it can't, you know, it, it, well, it can be a lot of different things, but your why, and by by making you cry, it's like, it's gotta, you gotta feel it. Like, what is this? And so when I talk with a lot of women and they tell me their why, the original, the first why is, is a sound good. It sounds good. Like if you were standing on a stage that you wanted to free, you know, um, I don't know. He wanted to help really stressful moms um, live in freedom or I don't know. It, it could be all different types of stuff. But and that's not a bad answer. Like that's legit. That's good. That's awesome. I love that. But there are layers to your why. This is something that I walk my clients through. The layers to your why. And actually you want to go seven layers deep into your why. So that you actually start to get to the meat of it. Sometimes we just sit on the fancy and we keep surface. And we don't actually get to the root of, wait, what? Why am I doing this? And I'm telling you, this is such a good exercise for you to do. Because when you get to the root of why you're doing it, you don't need motivation. You don't need to be more disciplined. You don't need to have more willpower. I think that's an excuse that a lot of people think, or and not an excuse, it's a reason. It's, it's, a, it's a reason why so many are like, man, and I've done this to myself, like, man, I wish I could just be more disciplined. You know, man, I must, I, I must not want it bad enough because if I did, then I would just suck it up buttercup and do it. Or, you know, I, just, I need more willpower. I need to be more disciplined, have more willpower, and stick to it. Let me tell you, once you get to the root of your why, I'm not saying you don't have days where you struggle, and almost always that's going to be a mindset thing, which we'll talk about in a minute, but once you know to the core, to the deepest parts of who you are, you will show up. You will be motivated. You will have discipline. You will have willpower because you know to the core of your really deep, deep, deep reason why. And so I ask women, you know, why are you doing this? And they'll say, well, I just, I want to help moms or I want to help um, children or I want to, well, that's great. But like, okay, why is that important to you? And then you can keep going and I do this and it's fun because once you get to the root of it, it's like, oh my goodness, that right there, that's what you need to sell on social. That's what you need to talk about to people. Like this is the real reason why, because that hits to the core and it hits other people to the core better than that fluff answer that is still a good answer and still perhaps a really good reason. It's just not real meaty. And so if you can get to the meat of your why, you will be motivated. You will be disciplined. You will find the willpower to do it, all right? Speaking of that, you know, this idea of needing more, more motivation or lack of, um, or uh, this is another thing, like lack of knowledge. Like I maybe just need to know like one more thing. Um, I've been there where I'm like, oh, just if I could maybe just, maybe buy one more course or maybe buy, you know, just, just watch one more video before I'm ready. 
Well, that all has to do with number four, which I really wanted to dive into today, which is your mindset. Oh, I'm so excited because you all have been asking me questions and showing an interest in more of the mindset and the science behind your brain. Listen, the science behind your brain, actually God already told us about a ton of those things. And I'm gonna start digging into some of these scriptures to show you how the enemy has taken the scriptures and really turned it into what a lot of us have heard of as like new age. And, um, kind of making us like we're these super like powerful little little gods or powerful little human beings which we are powerful because of who is inside of us holy spirit that lives inside of us that is where our power comes from and once you know that which the enemy does not want you or myself to know that um the the sky is the limit no there really is no limit but all of that to say that your mindset is the last and what I find probably before, I think it's the heart sets first because God wants to know you're ready to steward what he has for you. He wants to prepare you and position you for the promise. And that takes work. And it's not about knowledge of the how-tos. It's the heart of, of, of what you, the core of who you are. Which leads me to my last point of another reason, and it's probably the main reason, minus the heart, that you are not achieving your goals. Because really, we could tie these other things of you not setting yourself up for success or you really not knowing your why. That all comes down to, and they kind of fall under this larger umbrella of mindset. So let me share something with you about your mind that is mind-blowing, no pun intended. But okay, so I talked a lot about over the last seven years, God-sized dreams. Oh, God-sized dreams, right? They're God-sized dreams. Well, God-sized dreams are big. That's why we call them God-sized, right? Well, did you know that your brain is wired to keep you safe, familiar, and comfortable? Now, Knowing, and this is truth, your brain is wired to keep you safe, familiar, and comfortable. And think about before, you know, the the times now where we live in the society that we live in. But, you know, if people were really fending for themselves and they were having to fight off animals and different enemies and, and different things, like there was this major uh, need for fight, flight, or flight. Fight, flight, or freeze. And I'm going to talk later about that in another episode because the Lord just actually spoke to me this morning um, and this week uh, heavily about what he wants his daughters to be doing instead of fighting, fight, flighting, or freezing when faced with opposition. But your brain is wired to keep you safe, familiar, and comfortable. A God-sized dream does not connect with safe, it does not connect with familiar, and it does not connect with the word comfortable because it's God-sized, it's so big. It's, I mean, we would think it's, it is so big, I can't do it without God. And that for a lot of people is scary. And so knowing that your brain is wired to keep you safe, familiar, and comfortable, and then knowing that you have this big goal and this big dream, your brain is going to tell you, stay away, don't do that. That's not safe, that's not comfortable, that's not familiar. And so there is a process that I walk my clients through to help them prime their brain so that it's not afraid of the God-sized dreams. It's not afraid of it. In fact, it welcomes it and it, it prepares you to walk into the promise. 
And so mindset is such a big thing because when we feel threatened in any way, shape, or form, and typically a God-sized dream is going to make you feel inadequate. It's going to make you feel less than. It's going to make you feel unqualified or perhaps unworthy or perhaps like you don't know enough. Well, when we are faced with those types of thoughts of feeling like we're not adequate, we're not enough, this is scary, we do one of three things. We fight and we strive our way to figure it out. Becoming like obsessed with information and trying to try harder and work till three in the morning and all the things, thinking we're doing it all in the name of, maybe even in the name of Jesus, like I wanna do this for God. God doesn't want you striving. God wants you abiding in him. Or what we do is we flight, we run away and we say, I'm not gonna work on that now. Maybe I'm going to go do the laundry or I'm going to uh, just put it away. I'm, uh, maybe I'm not, I'm not qualified for this. There's just no way. I must have been crazy when I thought I heard the Lord you know, share that with me. I, I'm not going to do it. It's too scary. So we run away. We avoid it at all costs. And that is a self-preservation mechanism. Or the last one, we just we freeze. I was listening to a story of a girl who had been assaulted and she was sharing her story because she uh, creates self-defense courses now. And she talked about in her, in her situation and her story that she froze whenever the man who was attacking her attacked her. And she said, I would never think that that would have been my response, but it was, and you don't know until you're in it. That's something I help my clients do is, is recognize their natural response. Are you a fighter? Are you a flighter or are you a freezer? Do you freeze and you don't even know what to do? And then you're you're stuck. You feel stuck, right? Many of you are probably like, oh, I know that feeling. I feel stuck. I feel overwhelmed. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, all those things are safety mechanisms. And when your mind, your brain is wired to keep you safe, familiar, and comfortable, your goals are outside of that which is why you hear the quote that you know nothing grows inside your comfort zones. It's true. So your goal is to stretch your brain so that your goal is no longer unsafe. Your goal is no longer unfamiliar. Your goal is no longer a threat to your uh, you being comfortable and feeling safe. Then in fact, it naturally gravitates toward that because it knows that it is the end goal. So I have so much more to share with you on that. We are, I I just oozed a bunch of stuff at you. And so uh, if any of that resonated with you, then yeah, check it out on the Facebook this Friday. We're going to have a conversation specifically around this podcast episode. I would love all your questions so that I can answer them and really get dialogue going around this. So uh, another thing I'd love to offer is if you are like, man, I need breakthrough. I would love to figure out what it is in my brain that is not working for me and that's working against me. Really, what is the lie that you're believing about yourself and about God or about other people that is preventing you from walking out your calling and doing it with confidence? And really, the Lord is showing me that he doesn't want us to fight. He doesn't want us to flight. He doesn't want us to freeze. He wants us as his daughters to flow. And he gave me an acronym for that just this morning on my walk, and I'll, I'll share that in another episode. But if you're like, man, I need help, Heather. I need help. I need breakthrough. I need clarity and freedom to actually be who God has created me to be. I know that it's something good. I know he's called me and created me on purpose, but I, I'm stuck. 
I would love to offer you a intensive breakthrough coaching session. This is something new that I am offering. Uh, It's a 90 minute breakthrough session where I do four things. I walk you through, well, I, I help you recognize the thought that you're believing. What is the lie? What is the thing that's holding you back? What is there that shouldn't be there? And what do we need to replace that with? And so I do that through a four step process I help you recognize the lie. I then help help you literally see it because most people don't even see it. And that's a whole other conversation we can get into about the subconscious, but most people don't see it. So I bring that to the forefront of your mind so that you actually can face it. Okay, now that we faced it, we're going to do something. We actually need to negate that lie. We're going to refute that lie. And I do that three ways, logically, emotionally, and biblically. And then we take those truths and we rewire your brain. We rewrite the story that you've been telling yourself so that you actually walk in your identity as who God created you to be, knowing fully who God is. If that is of interest to you, you can reach out to me via DMs or send me a message on Facebook or Instagram or send me an email. And I would love to have an intensive coaching call with you so that I can help you recognize the lie and rewire it and rewrite your story so that you can walk out the calling that God has on your life and bloom into all he has created you to be. So that was a lot today. I feel like I'm oozing with information. My phone has like 400 different podcast topics. And so I'm really excited to be sharing more of the science and get a little nerdy with you over this next year and share all the good stuff. So let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to share your biblical truths and the science behind our brains and how you've actually wired us and how we can actually take these thoughts captive and we can compare them to what you have said and who who you say that we are, Lord, and that we can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And so God, I pray anyone who is listening to this who feels stuck, Lord, that you just give her these tips, these four tips. Is it her heart? Is it that she's self-sabotaging and she's not setting herself up for success? Or is it perhaps her why? She doesn't really know it. She doesn't really know why she's doing this, but someone told her that she should or she feels like it's the good girl thing to do. Or that you really take her to this deep-rooted reason of why she wants to achieve whatever it is that she wants to achieve. And like, if it's of your will, God, we know that you're going to give her the, the ability to be able to do that. And last, Lord, we thank you so much for this mindset and knowing that our brains are actually wired to keep us safe, comfortable, and so Lord, you want to stretch us. You want us to have God-sized dreams because God-sized dreams require you. So Lord, I pray whatever it is that she is facing and she's struggling, she's stressed out, Lord, if I am a resource for her, I pray that you just give her the confidence to reach out to me so that we can set that up. And uh, otherwise, I pray that she continues to continue to seek you, seek you with all of her heart. Jeremiah 33, 3, come to me and tell me hidden things. And I will tell you hidden things you do not know, Lord. So we thank you for that. We love you, we thank you, we praise you. We ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen.